Welcome to the Selfish Confidence Podcast, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. My name is Jess, and I'm an entrepreneur with a goal to be as confident in public as I am cuddled up on the couch. So let's take action and build our self-confidence, because when you start believing in yourself, magic happens. This podcast is filled with topics to help you stop playing small and start shining your light, because girl, you deserve better. We'll be chatting through barriers with our mindset, health, and how to start living a life you're obsessed with. Are you with me? Let's do this together. so excited that you're here with us today talking about change and doing all these crazy exciting things in your life can you tell us a bit about you give us a little background who are you and what is just move with e okay well thanks for having me jess i'm glad to do this with you and to others out here to kind of share my story whether it's either inspirational or maybe just gives you the courage to make some change in your own life so my name's erica i am going to be 40 uh, next month. So that's a big date. I'm a mom of two girls. They are five and seven and I am a personal trainer. So my story to get to this is a little bit backed up to where I became a personal trainer. So how I sort of found exercise in my own life was I was really struggling postpartum and a lot with mental health. And I started exercising as just a way to change one of my habits And I soon realized that it was one of my biggest coping mechanisms to sort of go through this process of uh, depression and anxiety. And that's sort of where I fell in love with fitness. So that's where it started about maybe four to five years ago. So sort of like fast forward a little bit. So how did I become a personal trainer? Um, I I lost my job last year uh, as part of COVID and things like that. Last year was crummy for a lot of people. And I found myself unemployed at 39 and going, okay, if this feeling has ever happened to you, when that happens, when you get let go, it sucks. So I did sort of like that pity dance for a while. And then, you know, as many people say, hey, Erica, or hey, you, I think there's going to be like a silver lining in this and you are going to, you know, come out ahead. So this is where the change in my life started to happen. It's so interesting that you say that too, because I know that feeling as well. I lost my job at the start of COVID too. And it's just this strange feeling where you're like, wait, what? Like this is, this is who I am. This is what I do. I've been doing it for so long. What do you mean a silver lining, right? Like it's hard to even see that. Yeah, you definitely feel like pretty gutted. You take it personal, even though maybe it wasn't personal for whatever the reasons the organization went, but it's definitely really hard. It's financially scary. Somewhere you've been for, you know, most of your like your adult life. I remember when I started that job, I wasn't even married. I didn't own a house. I didn't have kids. So something that's kind of really gone with you, you know, throughout like your your adult formative years has all of a sudden just changed. And now it's almost like I had almost like a midlife crisis at 39 saying, okay, now what? Now, what do you want to do? And I had this really big opportunity, which I took as an opportunity to make a change. And this is where this story, this, you know, sort of this evolution of just move with E had started to pick up because I needed to make a change and I needed to move forward. Yeah. And can you tell us a bit about that change? Like, let's get into it. You don't have to give any details you're not comfortable with, but can you tell us a bit about where you were, where you're going and like how that decision process went? Because it can be so 
uncomfortable. And I know there's someone who's sitting listening to this right now and they're just like, I don't know what to do next. I lost my job in COVID or my job is irrelevant now because of COVID. There's so many people who are in this exact same situation. How can they make that process like hear it from your process? Like tell us a little bit more. My process was I knew I needed something that supported me well, one financially, but in a healthy mindset for me moving into like this, this next chapter of my life, almost turning 40, I knew I wanted to set myself up. I mean, it sounds kind of like silly, but to be happy because when you're doing something that you don't love, a part of you kind of aches. And especially with somebody who struggles with mental health, whether it's anxiety or postpartum depression or regular depression, I was, I was you know, I was past that postpartum stage. You know, for me thinking about what I needed to do, it was critical that what I did next supported my my mental health. And it really needed to work one for my family and for, you know, my marriage, because I needed to be, have all these things. I now have this opportunity to make change for the better. And so when I started to think about what am I going to do next, the thought of going back to the previous me really, I I didn't want to do. It was the safe choice. I could have found another similar job and done that safely and comfortably. But I really had this drive to be happy because I knew this E, which is what my business is named after E for Erica. I knew this E needed to come out. And if you are a mother, you kind of go by mom or mom and you're not really yourself again. So really defining myself as Erica or E was part of my critical thinking and what I wanted to do next. So I talked a little bit about fitness and how fitness helped me out with my mental health early on. And so I decided to become, all right, let's do this. Let's become a personal trainer. And I, you know, did virtual school for eight weeks. I had to, you know, I was logging on with my daughter. She was doing her virtual school. I was doing my virtual school. And so that's where I started the process. I got my designation. I wrote my exams. I got certified. And then I started to think about how am I going to make a business out of this? I love that. I love that you just like dove into it and really made it about who you are, not necessarily what you can be for your family, but like who Erica really is. And I think that's huge. And you touch so much on mental health and from how long I've known you, that has always been a key pivot in like what you've done. Did you notice that making this change, making a pivot like this in your life helped your mental illness or did it like make it harder? I am indefinitely in the best place I've ever been in probably in about a decade Um, but there's still the triggers that come with somebody who deals with like these anxious moments. Obviously you have like COVID and you know, that sort of like almost that imposter syndrome also starts to creep in and a lot of sort of like mindset work. So it's, it's become a different mental health challenge, but one, I mean, I've, I've done lots of therapy and one that I am a little bit, you know, I can really sort of recognize these triggers a little bit differently because I don't have that outside pressure of that previous life. So I have a little bit more clarity. I can anticipate some of these triggers. I can work through these triggers. And because I run my own business, I mean, I guess I can take a mental health day. I can take a day off, but I mean, you're just constantly working. So it's just a different, different shift, different shift. 
It is a different shift, too, because I'm in the same boat as you, where I am my own boss, and sometimes you don't want to show up, but you know you have to. It's very different than showing up because it's your job. You work nine to five, and you have to be there because your boss is going to yell at you. It's a totally different mental shift when you have to show up anyway, and you're like, oh, crap, I'm the boss. I could stay in bed all day, but I still have to get up and do the things. And of course, there's that beautiful balance that people don't always see when it comes to running your own business, that it's like, I can choose to stay in bed and I have to do the things, but finding the beauty in actually taking those rest days when you need it, especially for someone like you, whose body is their job. Like you need your body. You know what? It's like, (laughs) that was a big change. So once I started teaching a lot, the physicality of it definitely comes in and being mindful of like those rest days. Yes, you definitely, you definitely need them more. And something that I'm learning as a trainer, the older I get, the more I'm really trying to think about taking care of myself and my joints. I mean, who glucose like glucosamine, right? Like that, that's what I do at night now, right? I'm like, okay, you have joint pain. So yeah, I mean, there's, you know, anytime you're going to make a shift in your career, um, maybe not anticipating certain things is something that I didn't exactly plan for. And one was probably the physicality of it. Um, but whether you're following your own dream to do something else, um, you can't always plan for things. Was age ever a factor for you too, in the sense where you're like, I'm making this big pivot in my life. This was just last year. You, you mentioned you're going to be 40 this year. Was that ever a factor for you where you're like, oh, I can't do that because of my age or I can't do that because I'm a mom. Was that ever something that crossed your mind? Never. That's amazing. Never. No, because it's like, I don't want to live the next 10 years or nor should you that unhappy. And so this was like, here we go. Like, let's take this opportunity. And because of my age, it almost made me more determined and more focused. And I, I'm hearing a lot more conversations about women in sort of this age group, uh, really changing their careers at this sort of like time in life, call it mid thirties. You start really thinking about how is this all going to work? And while I don't have the full plan, am I going to retire as a personal trainer? Probably not, but I don't need to think that far. I don't need to think that far. And you don't need to think what is the end goal? So something that really helped me and sort of like my, my mindset, which kind of ties into like almost black history month is Martin Luther King's Martin Luther King said, you don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step. And I think that's Mm. really, really important. If you're trying to get out on your own or do something different, I didn't have everything planned out, but I started to make the first step and I still don't see the top of the staircase, but we keep moving and going forward. I love that. That's so good. Such a great point too, where people are kind of like feeling like they cannot get to that top of the staircase at all. It's so unattainable, right? But if you think of it one step at a time, you don't need to. I love that, Erica. Thank you. One step at a time, 100%. And it's not just about business. It can be about like your mental health. Okay, I'm having a bad day. It's another day. It's just one step at a time. You don't need to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's one step at a time. Wow. And I guess that kind of leads into what my next question was. How did you handle like all of these recent changes? Is it exactly that one step at a time? Yeah, it is. It is one step at a time. I'm, you know, you're going to fail fast and you're going to, I don't like the word pivot, but like, yes, you're going to change. I mean, COVID got locked down in Ontario again. So I stopped training my one-on-one clients. Like you have to continue to evolve when things 
change. And I'm somebody who's really highly triggered when I'm not in control of things. That's what makes me super anxious. But as being a new business owner and being in that creative space with it and trying to move it forward, I have to, have to, have to be adaptable. Yeah, definitely. And I think if anything taught us something these last couple of years, it's just that. Like, we have to adapt. We do not know what tomorrow's going to bring. So got to be flexible and be okay with that. And it's not easy because I know that too. It's not easy to adapt. No, it's it's not. But yeah, we're, we're managing. We ha- yeah, we're, we're, doing, it. we're doing the things. We're, we're doing, doing the, the things. things. And I guess too, that's a great point where you and I both say it in the same way. It's like, you have to adapt. We have no idea what we're doing most of the time, but we're doing it. And if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking that too, like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Like, just try something and see. Maybe it might be for you to change something up. And I would also add, wait, sorry. sorry Go go ahead. I would also add that you're likely more of an expert than you think you are. Mm -hmm. So when you start to get that self-doubt, you likely are are able to move forward. And when you're kind of self-doubting yourself and what your potential customers or clients might think, you really have it in you. You really do. And that's where some of this mindset work um, can really start to come in is that you you are the expert. Yeah, that's a great point. I always said too, when people said, oh, you should have a podcast. I said, ha ha ha, jokes on you. I have nothing to talk about. Um, and it took me having a mentor telling me like, no, you actually have a lot of things to talk about. I was like, huh, I never even knew. And even now this is episode 16. Uh, wow. And we still have a lot of things to talk about. We have so many things. So know that, yeah, exactly that. You know more than you realize. Give yourself some credit. So that leads us into my next question. What tips do you have for someone who's looking to make a big change in their life? And what would you say to that person who's feeling that itch to make the change? So uh, I'm going to split this out a couple of ways. So you're going to need support. And support's going to look a little bit different. Yes, I have a very supportive partner and family and things like that. But I can't be like bugging my husband all day about like pricing structures and this and that. So I found a network um, that was full of, it was called mompreneurs. So women who are entrepreneurs who are trying to build businesses. So I connected with that network and that's been a really good sounding board. So whatever industry that you're looking to get into, like Jess mentioned, she has a mentor. If you're going to start to do this, I would really, really encourage you to find support that is outside of your own like besties and friends like that. They will be there. They will be your champion. And that is fantastic. But you're going to need a little bit of either business support or, you know, life coaching or somebody to talk you through some of like these harder things and somebody who can just like soundboard off of ideas from. Um, or when you get down, when you start getting that imposter syndrome, having that resource, I think is really, really important important. So that would be part of your starting. What was the next part of the starting? (laughs) The next part was, what would you say to the person who is like feeling the itch? They want to make some moves, but they're just like, I don't know. Do it, do it, do it now, (laughs) run faster. And maybe you need, like, I, I had the bandaid torn off because I got let go. So I, I, I didn't have an option. But that doesn't mean that even if you could start it halfway through, I know other women who are quitting their jobs now because they're following their true passion, doing their own side hustle that has now become, you know, plan B is now plan A. Do it. Do the things. Do it now. And really believe in yourself. And it goes back to that staircase. You don't have to have the whole plan. 
but you just got to take the first step. You just got to take the first step and do it. Yeah, you do. Just do it. If you're sitting and you're listening to this right now and you're folding your laundry and like, that's so easy for you guys to say, I wish I could do that. No, know that you can do it too. You don't have to be wishing you can do it. So that's such a great tip. It's an easy one. Like you can say, it sounds so easy. Like just do it. But it's the scariest thing you'll ever do. I have a sign over here. It says leap and the net will appear. And that was like my biggest motivation for a long time to show up was just like, I'm going to jump and hopefully there's a net down there and something's going to catch me. And if it doesn't, well, at least I tried. Uh, And I'm okay. I'm okay to fall and fail. Mm -hmm. And that is okay. That is okay. Then you continue to develop. You didn't, there's so many lessons that you took and that you learned, you are not back at zero. You're just shifting. You're, you're redoing, you're moving forward. Yeah. Better than sitting in a job that you hate and you don't want to show up for and you're miserable and you go home and you yell at your kids because you hate your job. Imagine now, like, no, there's so many things, Erica, that you've come through in these last couple of years. And I'm just like, girl, you can homeschool. <laughs> you can have your kids at home with you and be doing a course at the same time like you go girl look it is not easy I have videos of literally my house <laughs> with puzzles trashed all over everything is moving I'm on a zoom call and it's an absolute circus and those are not my best moments you know it is really hard and those are really tough long days if you've done it it sucks and you you move forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Was there anything that helped you on those hard days that helped you to feel more confident to make the change that helped you to jump before you were ready? And do you have any personal development suggestions for someone who might be facing this too? I mean, maybe because I teach exercise. So I'm just so I, I work out every day. I teach exercise. So I'm constantly having like all these positive endorphins. So, um, if exercise isn't in your life, I think that's really, really important. My business is called just move with E. I'm not talking about a super big program, but movement is really, really important. And for your mindset and getting going and being positive and just getting out of that slump personal development. Honestly, I wish I could say I read stacks of book. I've read a couple, um, something about being a badass. I I don't read enough, but I have some really good resources who I talk to some other women's group. And that's sort of where I get sort of like my outlet when I need that extra motivation. I think that's personal development too. Like don't downplay the fact that you found an amazing group of women who you get to talk to every day. Like interviews like this are exactly personal development. It doesn't have to be a book. It doesn't have to be a podcast or a cool Netflix series. Like the fact that you're in an incredible like woman mompreneur group that you can like hang out with, that's personal development at its finest, like real life personal development. Like that's amazing. Well, we're virtual community. Well, yeah. <laughs> still, still, like, yes, still. we're a virtual community and it's, you know, it has really brought some people together. I find these women are, you know, I'm really connected with them. So I would encourage you at home to reach out. And don't, and it's really hard as adults to make mm-hmm. friends, especially like, your kids are at school and you're like, Oh, like I got to make friend with like Joey's mom. Cause like, that's the only adult I see every day. Like it's really, really hard as adults to make friends. Um, especially like ones like, like to make new friends. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, take that leap when you're in your thirties or in your forties. And there is like-minded people like you who will support you and help you with your vision. So 
That is my personal development. And we're not all in the same business. We have totally different businesses. None of us are alike. Um, and having that group of resources has been really important. I love that. That's a great place to be for you. Um, so tell us, tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can connect with you, where they can go into a class with you. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. My business is just move with E just dot move dot with dot E, uh, on Instagram. And that's where I post uh, about my classes and sort of more about my teaching style. I do five live classes a week, um, in, I guess, uh, Eastern time. Um, and there are a variety of different classes for all different class types. Um, and whether you're new to exercise, I get lots of modifications. A lot of people are maybe new mothers at least six months postpartum. Um, I really wouldn't encourage too much exercise before that. Um, and those are the type of women that I'm working with, that I'm coaching. And that's where I show up and I teach my classes and I have a lot of fun. It's Zoom. And in March, I'm going to be launching a eight-week faster, stronger, healthier you eight week program. And it's going to be a walk to run. So I think this is a really big shift. We're going to get outside. We're going to shake these kind of COVID blues, get your body moving and get outside because it is so, so, so important. Yeah. So important. And could someone join from East coast to West coast? They could be anywhere. Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. So that's what I thought too, where I know a lot of your classes are virtual, even with the running program, they can do it virtually too. Yes, I'm going to give a virtual option so you can virtual run at home. I'm in Toronto, but I'm going to run a group. We're going to do some coaching calls. It'll be bi-weekly and a really big accountability group because I think fitness, a really big part is motivation and showing up. I'll be there to coach you and support you and have you feeling good and strong and, and confident. Mm-hmm. confident. And confidence. So important, right? I love that. I think that is going to be such a fun program. Uh, I wish that I could run with you in person, but obviously we're a little further away. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's amazing. Yeah, I will put your information in the show notes, too, for anybody who wants to go and check out Erica's classes and just hang out with her and be inspired by her on her Instagram page. Um, She's incredible. I absolutely love her. Um, And last, Erica, I have... I know. I love you. Uh, I have a couple questions that I ask all of my guests who come on. So what is your favorite compliment to receive? You look happy. I love that. You look happy. Like if somebody says I'm carrying myself differently and it's not a physical thing, it's a smile. Mm -hmm. You look happy. Oh, that was good. I love that. Um, What is your favorite thing to do to boost your mood when you're feeling a little grumpy? I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. So I put in my Taylor Swift. I put it on Spotify. I put in my AirPods and I talk, I take my dog for a walk and I'm like grooving out to like some T-Swift and I'm like that, like lady walking down the street with her head bobbing with her golden retriever. And I love doing that. It's my time. Um, I like playing with my kids, but when we're talking about me and my time, I, that's, that's, that's my happy space where I can zone out and just, just chill. I could just picture you walking down your street with your dog, just like <laughs> jamming, feeling good. Um, so I guess that leads kind of into this question too. Do you have a song or a quote that boosts your confidence? I like, I feel better when I'm dancing by Megan Trainer. Mm-hmm. It's from like the Peanuts movie. It's just fun and silly. And I totally have dance parties with my kids to it. If you haven't listened to it, it will make you get up and smile and have a little dance. 
And my favorite quote is still, you don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step. It's what I live by. It's what I preach. And it really means a lot to me. And it's really helped me move my business forward and where I am today. I love that. That's so perfect. Thank you so much, Erica, for taking the time, for hanging out with me today, for chilling with your cold coffee. Um, (laughs) Mom life, cold coffee. We (laughs) needed three times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's almost done, right? Still cold? (laughs) Still cold. (laughs) That's the way to kick off the day. Uh, But thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks, Jess. Thank you so much for listening today. If you connected with this episode, it would mean the world if you shared it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the word out. I'm so grateful you're here with me. And don't forget, you are the magic. It's time to shine.